Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today, the Padres will try it again after a rainout in Chicago yesterday. And here in studio, performing the most important task he's ever performed in his life, our host, Mike Janella. This is the highlight of my career right and with randy jones and bill center in studio alongside mike the age-old debate continues literally so how did you guys decide who got to sit in that one who got to sit in the number three spot go ahead go ahead seniority age now coming to you from the amr studio inside the western metal supply company building it's padre social hour with your hosts mike janella randy jones and bill center Welcome to Padres Social Hour. Happy Tuesday. Remember yesterday when we said we were going to take you right up to first pitch? Well, Psych! Yeah, a little rain out. Yeah. Well, we're back today trying to do the same. Well, why don't we just take them up to first pitch today? Yeah, I, that sounds good to me. Okay, good. Well, it's, uh, it's been raining again. The tarp is out at Wrigley right. Field, I think, uh, as we speak here Triple in the AMR header. studio. Triple header. Why not, right? right. Let's play three. You Anybody want, ever say that? You don't want that many nights off in, in Chicago. Because it's too much fun, too good of Rush a time, Street, yeah, or Rush, not? Rush Street is way too much fun. You got you had some stories in Chicago. I want to hear your. No, own. no, I just, they won't be released here on. Uh, it's the family show. Right? <laughs> this is. No, yeah. no, no. This We're is not, not going the after there, ten o'clock uh, episode. No, <laughs> yeah. not at all. Uh, Randy and Bill back at it again. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Always fun when the two of you swing by together. Happy to be here. Yeah. Well, I got a he question. said so convincingly. You know, I got a rainout question though for Randy. Sure. So when you were scheduled <laughs> to pitch and it rained. Did that what? throw you off at all, or no? I, you, not really. You, you kind of get used to it. You just don't gear up all the way like you're going to go out and warm up for the game. Okay. So you hit that one little median until until it's you know one way or the other. Um, you usually got a pretty good idea, you know. You could uh, tell. Yeah. yeah. And this was before tell. the Weather Channel app or before AccuWeather radar in your day. Yeah. Just stick your head out the window you're and like, hey, like what direction is the wind blowing? New York. Uh, Philly sometimes, but, boy, they would do everything they could to try to get the game in. Yeah. And uh, I didn't mind that. I mean, you know, I didn't mind pitching in the right. rain. I was a lot more comfortable, I felt, than the hitters were. In the rain? Yeah, hitting in that scenario. So, I uh, just I thought it was a little bit of an advantage. Yeah, we so, actually, but, okay, when, the, when you started the game, okay, now the game started and the rain's in the middle of the game. How long could you wait before you had to say, hey, I'm going An hour. An hour? For an hour and a half. Right, whatever it was. I didn't want to come out. No. Right. It wasn't like I you know, was going to lose five balls an hour on my fastball, Mike. Wasn't, right. It wasn't, wasn't, that, it wasn't that fast to begin with. No. Uh, make sure to use uh, hashtag PadresSH to get in on this conversation. Uh, I, I actually, Bill, from a media perspective, I used to kind of love when there would be a rain out because you get to the park, and it's a long season. When you're covering, I used to do play-by-play, and you've been a beat writer before. When you're covering that many games over that long of a stretch – a little night off once in a while isn't a bad thing. Or would, do you agree? I, t- I totally disagree. If really? I was at the ballpark, I wanted the game to get in. See, uh, w- what I hated was the waiting around. Right. But if they called it like yesterday before first pitch, I love that. A, a night in Chicago, go to the movies, well, go to dinner, it, it, hang that's out. That's okay. Yeah, if you're going to do it, you can call it early. Right. If you know it's like not Buzzy, gonna... Like Buzzy used to do. Yeah. Buzzy was good at that. Right. Buzzy. Well, if it even drizzled in the morning, Buzzy would bag the game. He'd call, he'd call <laughs> it off. Uh, there's a fun, there's a there's the famous story about the St. Louis guys walking or getting to the ballpark at uh, at uh, Mission Valley, and to find out that the game had been bagged because it had rained a little bit in the morning. This is years ago. 
They didn't get the memo? Well, because, you know, Buzzy always wanted the double headers. So if it even <laughs> yeah. drizzled, if it had drizzled at 8 a.m., Buzzy would call, call the, the game, game for a double header. Well, let me ask you guys this now, because, I mean, before this Mets-Cubs stretch, this was about as brutal as it's going to get for the Padres, the defending NL champs and the team that's off to the best start in it, its history. Uh, I was expecting out of the seven-game stretch, two and five, to, you know, honestly, realistically, coming out of that stretch. They win the first two against the Mets, and now you're thinking, wow, if they can maybe take one more against the Mets or even get the one at Chicago, this is going to turn into a pretty, good, a pretty good gamut here. They dropped the last two against the Mets. Now it's like, oh, man, if they get swept by the Cubs, then two and five is exactly what they get. But does a doubleheader on Wednesday give the Padres a better shot at maybe stealing one at Wrigley? I don't think it makes any difference. You I mean, I, so? I, it personally, I don't think so. I think there's a better shot. A lot of the guys are just excited. They're going right, to right. get eight or ten bats at bats on, on Wednesday. They like that. Those guys, the everyday player, hey, let's swing it. Let's go. Right. They Play love that two. stuff, man. Just, just by sheer probability, though, isn't it? It's harder to beat a team twice in a day than on separate days. Doesn't that give the Padres a better shot at getting a win? You know, in the I've series? heard, I've heard that argument often, and I just, I've always thought it's one game, and and if you're, but it's start, not, it's two. Right, but if you're starting, but if your starting pitchers are good, if you get two good starts, you got an excellent shot. Yeah, and you know, on a doubleheader, obviously, a lot most, uh, as your catcher going to, you know, catch all eighteen. No, they're going to split it up. Right. So. You know, all of a sudden, maybe the second game of the doubleheader, it's obviously a different lineup. You might right. spell a guy, you know, and then there's the ones that will beg for the eight or ten at-bats that they really want them, you know. Uh, but you, I just – it's when you play them, guys. It really is. They can go in there. Hey, they, they might lose them all. They, they might sweep them. Uh, most likely know. they will. I mean, this team I is mean, twenty-four and six. They're already a hundred runs I'm, more scored I'm than about given the Padres up. Padres sweeping them. Not oh, the oh, okay. Good luck, uh, Randy. All right. yeah. If the Padres uh, get a that sweep, good. if the Padres, sw- the, you think the Padres the have a shot at sweeping this? It, still, the Cubs. There, there's always a possibility. These right. Cubs are off to a start that no Cubs team has been on since even before well, Bill was born. Well, that's like my point. That's, that's my point. That bubble is going to burst. And you think it's happening this week? Well, you know the old adage, hey. It's how you play the other 42, remember? Right, yeah, we've talked Come about that. Now. We've talked about that many you times. You just never know. Yeah, uh, I'm not too sure about that. We'll see. Um, we're going to talk to someone about this Cubs start later on in the show. One of your old buddies, Bill, Mark right, Gonzalez, Mark Gonzalez. beat writer for the Cubs for the Chicago Gonzo. Yeah, right, he's exactly. What his good friends call him. Uh, he's calling in later, and we'll, uh, we'll keep monitoring the situation. Are we going to call him Gonzo? Gonzo, right. Yeah, we're calling him Gonzo. I right. might not. I've never met the guy or spoken to him. You can't but call him. Yeah, right. 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 You can. You can. You have to call him Mr. Gonzalez or Mark or whatever. <laughs> Mr. Gonzalez. Yeah, Mr. You are. Gonzalez. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. Uh, Randy, you promised me today that your next show you'd have some boots. You know, and I, and I looked, are they? I looked at the nine and a half, and, the, and they were my rattlesnakes. Um, and no, you're not wearing them. Uh-uh. So now I know what Bill feels like with the donuts because I was expecting these boots. I was waiting for them all weekend, and I yeah, got nothing no, I, here. I'm I thought hand. about it. I'm, I'm very like, heartbroken. I'm crestfallen you know already. <clears throat> Mike, you're not wearing my boots. Now I'd rather buy you a pair. Let me show you. I'll take that too. Let me show you what I had in mind. <laughs> yeah, because well, he likes free. This, uh, yeah, this company, stuff. it's called uh, Redneck Boot Sandals. They uh, were brought to my attention, and I Redneck. tweeted out a picture. Take a look, Randy, because this is what <clears> I th- was thinking of doing to the boots you were going to give me. You keep the boot, you send it to this company, oh, and gosh. they turn it into a half boot, half sandal. That way I'm good for the beach, I'm good for the summer, but right. I still get the cowboy boot that from the ankle terrible. up. What do you think? That's awful. That's you don't terrible. like that? That's, That's just awful. Brutal. It's like a mullet for your feet. 
That is brutal. Business up top, party on the bottom. No. You don't uh, like yeah. that? And you know what I really think is cute? They got their jeans tucked into yeah. them. That's real Right, cute. that too. I would have done that as oh, well. Oh, yes. You, you yeah, told me that's probably. the way to wear them, I'm right? I'm slap you, man. I can't <laughs> believe you, Mike. You know. Yeah, you send them into this company, 75 bucks, and they, uh, really? they cut the boots up for you. Yeah, 75 hey, bucks to hey, you guys, a pair of boots. Send them to me, 50 bucks. I'll do it. It's, uh, I got a knife. Yeah, let me just make sure I get the shout out. Yeah, it's uh, red, red, Redneck Boot Sandals is the name of the company. If you're interested in taking a look. That's interesting, but yeah. I don't no. think so. You don't think so? No. All right. Well, sounds good to me. We'll see. If you ever give me the pair, maybe we'll All see right. if I can I'll if go I can by get Goodwill, see if they have any nine and a half. Um, all right. Don't forget, hashtag Padres yeah. to join the conversation. Uh, when we uh, come back, we're going to talk. Uh, there's a big baseball contract that came out. Steven Strasburg, have you heard oh. about that? Yeah. And we're going to chat about some money and some throwing arms. Some good, co- some good subjects, I think, for the panel that we have assembled. But first, a reminder that the next baseball night in San Diego is Saturday, May 21st, when the Padres take on the Dodgers at 710. Stay after the game for post-game fireworks set to the tunes from Justin Timberlake. You guys love Justin Timberlake, don't you? Love Justin He's, Timberlake. Yeah, I, actually, one of my favorites on Saturday Night Live. I, All right, we'll I, get into that in a right. sec. Get tickets today at Padres.com. When we come back, maybe we rank Bill Center's all-time SNL hosts. Stay tuned and find out. This is Padre Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Social Hour here in the AMR studio with Bill Center and Randy Jones. I'm Mike Janella, and we're getting you set for that 505 first pitch between the Cubs and the Padres. We're not going to promise because we don't know. Right. I think Randy's on his phone right now checking the weather. What's, what's it looking uh, no, like, Randy? Yeah, checking Just uh, texting tweets, all your fans, yeah, checking, yeah, all yeah. that fun stuff. Emails, Facebook. Triple uh, header tomorrow. <laughs> potentially. Uh, by the way, so for tomorrow, the games are rescheduled for uh, our time, 10.05 a.m. and 5.05 p.m. We have two shows? We have one show. Okay. We're going to be on 9 a.m., the morning show tomorrow. So for those of you who've been asking online, what, do you, what are they doing wake up with Padre you know, Social Hour. You know what they're doing? I don't know. Well, you should have another show. Yeah. I'll see. I'll see what we can do. Would just you come? Help us out? Or you're busy? You playing sure. 18 tomorrow? I'm, no, I'm no? just messing around. Uh, Bill, uh, we're going to get to – actually, I want to ask you, uh, those SNL cast or hosts, who's, who's your top five SNL hosts or top, top three? Five? I, got, I got two. I got That's Steve it? Martin and I, and I like Timberlake. Wow. I'm yeah. surprised. Steve I'm Martin, impressed by you. I didn't Steve think you'd go so modern. sensational as a host. Well, he's the best, right. I he's think. He's absolutely the best. Yeah. No, he's pretty solid. Uh, Unless you go old school. Right. Yeah. With, with, what do you mean? When they first started, you, oh, yeah, you weren't around yet. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I remember the Bassomatic? <laughs> remember the Bassomatic? That was my all-time favorite. That's, they brought that back a couple of yeah, years yeah. ago with Dan Eckert. Yeah. Uh, Padres Geekster tweeting in on hashtag PadresSH. Uh, a morning show tomorrow. I'm sure, Bill, you're going to be expecting donuts. Uh, she says that I, on games like today, especially with the possible rain delay, should bring you guys some, some California pizza. Since we may be spending some time here. It works for me. The more out of my pocket that I'm spending, the less I like these ideas. Barbecue. So that's no good. Barbecue. Yeah. Barbecue chicken pizza. That's your I haven't had any of that since last night. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like with you, uh, yeah, you can't go more than 24 hours, Randy, without some barbecue in you. Um, All right. Let's talk about the big news in baseball today with Steven Strasburg. It was announced late last night. Right. uh, Coming out today. Seven years, $175 million for that prized arm. And what I want to ask you guys, he was slated to be the premier free agent pitcher at the end of this year. And the next best free agent available, probably Andrew Kashner. And you ask anybody, and the disparity between those two in, 
skills, performance, and ensuing monies would be huge. Did he do the right thing taking this contract now after what we saw Zach Granke and David Price get, or should he have waited until the offseason and cashed in even more? Well, I, I say take it. What, Randy, what I, do you? I say take it. I, yeah, I think number he one. He could have gotten he, so he, much more than this. But though. he, but he, I think he likes where he's at. Right. He likes the environment with the Nationals. Uh, they have supported him in the past years, and and I think they probably handled him correctly in in developing after the surgery, and uh, you know a lot of positives there, and and it, that's the unknown factor. Do you want to roll the dice and, and and make thirty more starts this year, you know, and all the pieces fit? But, but if you're, I got seven years, one hundred and seventy-five million. What do you, what where's the button that? Uh, the but is you can get seven years, two hundred and fifty or two eighty-five. Like but like, there's no guarantee. I mean, he's already had Tommy John surgery. There's no guarantees in life that he's going to get through the, any year or any pitcher is going to get through a year. Without why, so why not happening. take out an insurance policy on yourself just to make when sure is, you're covered, and that way you're taking a risk like, if you can't gamble like, on when, yourself. When's, when's enough money enough money, right. for God's sake? When you get that much, you know what a millionaire wants? Another million. million. What's That's, the difference? Ask any of these players. Why would A-Rod renegotiate a $250 million contract for whatever it went up to, to 285 290 you, can, you always want more. There's never enough money. I, I totally disagree. If you like where you are and, and you're making good money, I mean, he's not going to spend $175 million in his life. Sorry. Well, I he, mean, he probably he, could. But and he's probably – how much has he already made? $80 million. Right. Right. So if you already have that as a nest egg, why not shoot for the stars? Gamble no, on yourself. I, I totally no. disagree with you. I'm, I'm glad he took it. I'm, I tell him, too. I think he's right. happy, content where he's at. Knows he has another seven years there guaranteed. On the flip side, if I'm a club, I, I don't know. I, I mean, any time that you, that oh, you if go I was, past three years on a pitcher, I think you're gambling big time. If I was a front office, I would never Oof. give a pitcher more than five. Right. Three, no. you're going to exclude yourself from a lot of suitors. They're going to say, I'm not pitching for you if you don't have faith in me. It's, yeah, but more I, than five, I, I would never. It's incredible. Like, a lot of these contracts, they're built in with an opt-out after two years or right. whatever it might be. I mean, that's it, all players. That that, yeah, for the player. that, that's insane. It's, it's crazy. But, you know, I, I think Strasburg's very content. He's happy with the organization where he's at right now. Uh, you know, hey, seven years, 175, you know, probably puts you in a position where if he stays healthy, you know, good for him. You know, but at that point in time, you pitch another seven years. Man, but you another, see, I mean, you see, if I'm him, you see somebody like what David Price was getting. Strasburg's a better pitcher than Price. He's had the Tommy John, but he's 27 now. You're betting that you're past that. You're you're not a 22 year old kid. You've got a track record now. I mean, I would I would want to take I'd the risk on myself. I would I, I would I, I t if I'm happy where I am, I'd that's jump, good money. I would I'd jump, jump all over it. that. Right. I'd jump all over that, Mike. Well, right. yeah. I mean, from when you played, you would have taken a million. What what was like the average salary back in your day? Yeah, average maybe. player salary. I don't know, maybe three hundred thousand. Yeah, what was the first million dollar contract? Nolan Ryan. It like wasn't even three hundred thousand. Then yeah. right. it might have been two hundred. So of course you take it. No, I say. But you know, I mean, gamble on yourself. Even by today's. Yeah, if you gamble, don't believe in yourself, to who's you. going to? But you, you don't. You don't know what can happen five starts down the road. Yeah, but he's already got his eighty million, whatever he's made in his career. Take then, an insurance then, policy then why, out for yourself. Why? Why need? I mean, I think he's going to yeah. be fine with one seventy five. Yeah, he likes where he is. Yeah, of course he's, he's got fine, but he could be even better than that. Boy, you can make a lot of cash. There's man. a lot of greed you know, sitting over yeah. in that seat, Oof. Randy. You know. Here's the other thing to know. I'm still I mean, together, you know, you know his Good agent. <laughs> you know his agent too, Scott Boris. 
you think he would have rung them out for a few more pennies, hung the Nationals up by their ankles, see what falls out of the pocket? Well, seven years, $175 million, he That's at least had my one ankle. Right. I know that. Here's my conspiracy. Boris, also Bryce Harper guy, also his agent. I'm thinking he told the Nationals, hey, you get a little discount on Strasburg, but you better pay up for Harper. Mike, and I bet right, Boris you're watching makes way it right too much on the other WrestleMania. Side. You're watching. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're fighting. That, that doesn't you're, sound you're good. That doesn't sound like that's going to happen. I think you're out in the twilight yeah, zone. Yeah, you are. With Boris, that would not surprise me at you're all. That, you're that goofy little face on the outside of the Get out of that cloud. In. Right. Man. I, I, no, I'm I glad I didn't bring those uh, Speaking of clouds, they're starting to break in Chicago. We're seeing on uh, Twitter now that the tarp is coming off the field. So we may indeed have some baseball on go. time today. Okay. Uh, with the Strasburg thing, let's, let's take it more here, uh, more local than it can get even with him, to uh, Andrew Castro, who's in Padres uniform now. He is now slated to be, theoretically, the marquee starting pitching name. Tells you a lot about the market this offseason. Uh, this winter, what do you think that does for his mindset, his negotiations, or what the Padres may do with him between now and the end of the year? I think well, it behooves him to step up. Right. Have a good year. He better start pitching better. Yes. Uh, but Ian Kennedy did get $70 million, so I, I would imagine the market's uh, uh, probably 85 to. I mean, if he steps up, it's going to well, really – Well, if he steps up, who knows where to right. go. But you've you know, got to stay healthy and step up. Right. If you're doing that – But know. he's got so much potential, I think somebody out there will overbid. They'll overbid, but that, that could be at 70 or $80 million. Right, 85 you know. But if he has an actual year starts pitching games like he's capable of, that could double. And if you're him, I mean, you have to see this now. And obviously, you just want to go out there every five, fifth day. I get it. But whether it's to be traded somewhere, even if he does get traded, he's still a free agent at the end of the year. Right. You see that number one spot cleared for your name now. Yeah, if this does not inspire you to perform, what oh, does? I, now, that I agree 100%. Right. I agree with you but, there. But, I mean, he, he shouldn't be any more motivated right now than he was February 15th. Right. Or January you'd 1st, like to think so. You'd like to think so. I mean, if I knew I was going to be a free agent, yo, I'd be fired up by the middle of January. <laughs> right. I'm going uh, to put a little Twitter poll out now when we go to break here in a second. See who's on whose side. Would you rather be, if you're Steven Strasburg is going to be the question, would you take the guaranteed money now or would you wait until this offseason and take potentially maybe even almost double of it? What do you guys think? Your, I'm, people I'm be on your taking side or my it side? right now. I mean, anybody that's had Tommy John surgery already once, I mean, you yeah. never know what can happen if you're a pitcher. I hate to say that, but I'm taking it. And if I'm a club, I'm not offering a pitcher a seven-year deal. Seven-year deal? I can't believe he got right. seven years. Right. Well, that I take, yeah, that part I get. But the money, he's leaving a lot on the table, theoretically. Um, all right, so I'll put that poll up theoretically, now. Theoretically. You just theoretically. said it. Theoretically. Theoretically. Told you, WrestleMania's got right. it. I mean, you, you guys, that has nothing to do with it. Nothing yeah, to do with does. it. And he has. Yeah, you've been watching that stuff so much. And, Randy, as, You're we, buying it as we learned from his mother on Lord. Monday, he has been dropped on his head. On, on Mother's Day. What? Yeah, Yeah, you missed it. My I mom called in and report. you were in right. here. Yeah. Nobody tells me he has, nothing. He has been dropped on his head. It was head. confirmed. And I, I didn't know that story either. Well, we suspected it. Now I do. I didn't know that story. Yeah, I had no idea when I was a kid. Um, good tweet here coming in from uh, at La Mesa Thumbs Up. Says, hey, Padre Social Hour. My family lost my grandfather this past week. Uh, sorry sorry for that. your loss right. and the condolences. Watching Social Hour with Grandma right now. Shout out to my grandpa, Bill, the number one Padre fan. Uh, Gage, it looks like your name. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, we do yeah, send we our do thoughts and prayers to you and your family. Thank you. And uh, thanks for just letting us in to be part of uh, your process now as you deal with that loss. And, uh, Bill, yes, and I love those old-time fans, right. man. We remember. We yeah. enjoyed it. 
So appreciate that. All right, we're going to come back in a little bit. Don't forget, at uh, Mike Janella will be my handle. Hashtag PadresSH for that poll coming up here in just a little bit. You want the money now or you want it later? That's basically what it comes down to. Or none at all. Or right. <laughs> Join us for a Pride Night at Petco Park on Saturday, May 21st, hosted with San Diego Padres out at the park event. Enjoy a night of mingling and baseball as the Padres host the Dodgers for a 7-10 game. With the purchase of a special theme game ticket package, you'll give a donation to San Diego Pride and receive a Pride-themed Padres rally towel. Tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. More Padres Social Hour coming back after this. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Already a lot of uh, folks chiming in on Twitter on that uh, Strasbourg conversation, whether you want the money now or later, as we're here in the AMR studio. Are you going to read any of them, or are you just... No, this is Social Hour. Let's get social. All right. Uh, so we have a couple in here. We'll see uh, Blooper's back, by the way. He wasn't here yesterday. Say hi, Blooper. Hi, Blooper. There you go. Uh, we thought Cole did such a good job yesterday that we thought it was a Wally what? Pitt situation again. But You can't get rid of me. Yeah, Blooper. <laughs> you is, can't uh, quit me. He's like a, like a cockroach. I bet, he got, I bet he got in early today, too. Yeah, just, to, just to really make sure. <laughs> I did get in really early today. Yeah. <laughs> just, just to make sure no one had moved his seat. Uh, Bloop, I think we have a couple tweets in there. Uh, one from Dennis Gouliaz says, I uh, have to agree with Bill, grr. So it almost sounds like Ooh. very begrudgingly right. he's agreeing with you. Uh, based on the injury-related history, take the guaranteed money. Strasburg fixing to get paid. Uh, then we have Rod Rosacker. Hope you're saying. I hope I'm saying your name correctly, Rod. Uh, take the money now. Don't know what the future may bring to his arm. Uh, so that's a lot of people. But then uh, Friar Fever, our buddy, saying money now versus later depends on the team. If you're Cy Young caliber on a team that's underperforming, you wait. Well, the Nationals aren't underperforming, so. You think that, that has something you know, to do Mike, with it? Sadly, nobody knows better how soon that this can end than the guy sitting to yeah. my right. I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I snapped the nerve that first time, and, uh, you know, just one pitch, and boom. You know, then, of course, you do it four more times. You know, kind of the, the last four, I kind of knew what it felt like. Right. Uh-oh. Every time I did it, uh-oh. But, you know, I got an awful lot of starts and an awful lot of innings in between that, and I'm thankful for that. But, um, yeah, you, you just never know. Yeah, interesting. And uh, so far, the Twitter poll, it's, it's early going, but it's uh, 56-44 right now. Take the guaranteed money now. So people are maybe erroneously siding with you guys. Uh, that usually doesn't get you, uh, usually doesn't right. get you too yeah. far. Uh, we had a question come in actually before the show that I wanted to bookmark and bring up now from Friar Gal. And uh, she was talking about uh, the tarp coming out earlier and saying a little mud never hurt anyone. Wussification. Actually, though, she wants to know how does rain impact play? So, Randy, we talked to you earlier on the show about you individually as a pitcher. Well, but what else do you see on the field level? A lot, a lot of things. You know, they're going to do the best they can to, you know, get the base back down so you're not slipping. But, I mean, it gets a little bit muddy, too. But, you know, your footing is always questionable. And that's on defense, even in offense. If you're running the bases or even running to first, can be a little bit. You know, the mound, you've got to be careful there. All it takes is one, you know, one slip when you, when you stride out. And next thing you know, you've got a hamstring or groin problem. You know, on the and mound. the Padres have enough of those yeah, and you, already. You've got to be careful with that. You know, and just gripping the baseball. I mean, if that grass is wet, which it's going to be, you know, it, that's always a debacle of, of trying to, you know, feel the ball, throw it. You know, next thing you know, you're throwing a spitter about five rows up in the stands because it just slipped out of your hand. Right. There's a lot of variables in there. You just don't know what's going to happen. 
even in the outfield, you're going for a ball, you slip on the wet grass or, you know, even the warning track, and you don't get to that baseball. Typically on a dry day, you would have. So all these variables have, have to be factored in. And, you know, I, st I still like the idea of a guy getting in there and, you know, pitching and a little drizzly, a little wet, you know, jamming him a little bit. And, you know, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, you love pitching in the slot, didn't I mean, you? I did. I mean, I really did. And there are players that don't like playing in the rain, uh -huh. so that gives you even a bigger advantage. A bigger advantage. And I think more more times than not, a hitter is not going to – he'd rather have good good weather, dry weather, to, to get in that box, not not drizzly, rainy, and miserable. Next thing you know, you, then your shirt's all wet and maybe a little bit heavy and, you know. Well, I, na I nowadays just, they give you a different shirt to change into, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure, but yeah. it's, it's going to be wet in five minutes. Anyway. Yeah, right. They have, they have enough. Um, something else I wanted to ask you guys, and we brought this up. Uh, were you on the show, Bill? I forget when we talked about the Mets rebuilding. Yeah, you were, because we talked right. about the R.A. Right, Dickey trade and everything. So we, we saw one team that the Padres just played in the Mets and how they rebuilt pretty quickly. It was through jettisoning, jettisoning a lot of bad contracts and older players, getting lucky in the draft. Now, but trying to stay competitive, and it's just really not working. Now we're seeing them play the Cubs, and it's a kind of a whole different strategy that they went through. They bottomed out for a few years. They went for the high draft picks. They didn't have the Carlos Beltran, Jason Bay, Johan Santana type of veterans the Mets had. Which way do you guys think is maybe better for the Padres to pursue this way they've been going, the sort of Mets model, try and stay competitive, try and wait out some contracts and veterans, or the Cubs model where they went for the high draft picks, they got a Chris Bryant, they got a Javier Baez, a Kyle Schwarber. What do you think is the right path? Because we're seeing two successful ones here. Which one do you think is better for this franchise? I wanna, I, I, I've always wanted to win every game that you can win. So that's – I, I know this. Oh yeah, just destroy it. Let it get, you know, let it become nothing, and then get those draft picks. But the draft picks aren't always the answer. They are with the Cubs because they were lucky enough to get a Chris Bryant. But every draft does not have a Chris Bryant or a Bryce. Yeah, but you can't get lucky if you don't put yourself in the position so to do so. So you want to lose to try to get lucky. I'm just putting out the arguments. That's okay. all. I will save my particular case for after you well, guys. Well, let's hear done. your yeah. case. Now, age before beauty, Randy, go on ahead. Well, I, 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 I kind of like the way the Mets have done it, um, you know. And the, the Cubs, I think, they, they got a little more aggressive with the money monetarily right. and, in that way. Uh, is this a big draft for the Padres? In my opinion, yes, it is. Absolutely. You know, and you don't have to get lucky all eight times. No. Like to get, but you better get a couple. I like to get lucky a couple three right. if you're on a roll. And get get some talent in the minor leagues, but what I do like is the core, you know, the way they're evaluating, the way they're instructing, what I've seen in spring training, and what's going to continue on. I'm pretty excited about the opportunities these young players are going to. They're if they get to the big league level, they're going to be prepared. They're going to be ready to play at this level, and I don't think in the past I could say that about a lot of players that got called up. It's good, and I think the, I think if we could do it right, we draft well. You know, we're going to have some talent to bring up here. We have some right now, but we need obviously need a little bit more to get to Absolutely. that next level. It's funny. I think it'll be sort of a mirror image of the Mets who have rode those horses, the arms that have all come up all of a sudden. The Padres don't have that at the top levels right now, but there are some bats that could get here quickly. So the way the Mets rode young arms back to prominence really quickly, I think the Padres yeah. can do that offensively. And you, you never know about arms. Soon. I mean, you, 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 you never know in the minor you, league. You've got some good arms. It, all it's got to do is click, Mike. Right. All it has to do is click between their ears. And you can, you uh, can if come only it was that easy. You can yeah. become a really good pitcher really fast. Right. Yeah. I mean, Jake Peavy was not a high draft pick. That's right. And all of it, and it, like 
Randy well, just say, said. Well, it, I wasn't a high draft pick. Peavy, we both right. got called up from Double A. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. And it clicked. It clicked for me, and it clicked for him. You know, obviously in Double A, but. For, for me, finally, I'll let you guys know. I tend to agree with you on this one for once. Uh, I don't like the – you can tank, quote-unquote, in certain places. I think Chicago, lovable losers as they have been forever, they will put up with that. Here, I mean, th- I think this fan base, you know, they have a little bit of a higher standard. They've been through enough down times that I think you have to put a competitive product on the field. I just and remember, whether that works you know, or not, you've got to at least try it that way. I remember last year it didn't work out, but I remember just what – A.J. Preller did that first offseason, how everybody got excited about even the possibility the, Yeah, even of the winning. chance, the right, chance of winning. Even the chance that, that they did something. And I do believe that if this club upgrades, that it's going to really take off. Now, it did not work out as they hoped last year, and it was disappointing, but I am glad that he did what he did. Right. You try, you fail, and then you right. try again. Right. See what happens. Yeah. yeah, we get that core group of guys that maybe coming up together a little bit more so, you know, like we've seen a lot of successful teams do, and that's what, that's what I envision yeah. the Padres trying to do. And, and not only – I don't want the one great year like 98 or right. 84. Sustainable. Thank you. I right. mean, I want to be competitive. I want to be in the hunt in our division every year and, and, you know, a candidate for the postseason all the time. And when you get it rolling and – you know, a lot of times it's just who gets hot, you know, in the latter part of September. We've seen it so many times. And even into October, right team gets hot. Guess what? You know, you're on your way to the World Series. Yeah, uh, Anthony Gallivan tweeting in uh, right now. Padres had a lot of young, good talent, Ross, Turner, et cetera, and they traded it away to be competitive. How did that work? Well, it, it didn't. But, yeah, now you learn and now you hey, readjust. Well, and I think it's a new regime that we're seeing here evaluating and evaluating the talent. Uh, let's see what happens in the international Market, I, we don't right. know. I don't. Oh man, yeah. I the, mean, I'm just the, the, data, the draft this year and the <laughs> uh, July second. That those are circled I'm, on every Padres fans calendar because totally, that's all this. I'm intrigued by all of front this. office is, is really, uh, is really uh, has their sights set on. So interesting. Uh, we got your buddy, uh, Mr. Gonzalez, Mark Gonzalez, coming up uh, next. We hope and we'll ask him what you the mean Gonzo? Uh, yeah to you, not to me. Uh, we'll see what that fan base was like for the Cubs when they were struggling trying to get those high draft picks and if it's worth it now. Twenty four and six. I think they're a little bit happy, but uh, we'll hopefully get him on the line when we come back. But before that, be at Petco Park on Sunday, May 22nd to catch the Padres face the Dodgers at 140. Snag a free Padres All-Star Game-themed reusable bag. Earth comes first, guys. Presented by MLB Network. All fans in attendance will receive a bag. Tickets available at Padres.com. It's a beautiful day here, starting to get better over in Chicago. We're back with more Padres Social Hour right after this. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. We're here inside the AMR studio getting you set for Padres and Cubs coming up at 5.05. Got a tweet coming in, I think, for you, Randy. Alfonso Flores wants to know what uh, snake are those boots? Are those Anaconda. Anaconda. Oh, yes. that's exotic. It is. It I is. like that. Very comfortable. Yeah, looking good. All right. Evidently, Anaconda is the comfortable snake, if that's right. what you're going for. Yeah. Um, all Plus right. it's wide. It's something, all right. Um, all wide. right. We're going to go now on the Cholula hotline. And Mr. Gonzalez, as I've been instructed to call <laughs> you, Mark, from the Chicago Tribune, how are you? I'm staying dry so far. I think we're going to get this game in. That, on, on time as well? On time as well. That's great. Uh, Mark is joining us. He is the beat writer for the Cubs for the Chicago Tribune. And Bill, an old, uh, an hey, old buddy of yours. How are you? 
I'm uh, Bill. How are you? That's more important. I'm doing. I'm doing great at my age. Uh, Gonzo, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm Randy Jones here, and I'm keeping Bill in line. I'm trying to. <laughs> Somebody's got to. It's I hard. Just, it's hard to it, do. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, Mark, it's uh, it's a fun time to be covering the Cubs. What's uh, what's the early season been like for you? Obviously, we know how the team's doing, but from a media perspective, how is this compared to, to previous seasons? Probably like no other, just the sense of anticipation, the fast start. I think that the whole city's really embraced uh, the Cubs as well as the White Sox off to a good start. But, you know, the Cubs have been the talk of the town. Everybody knows the history, how long it's been since they've won a World Series, and I think uh, the start only fuels the anticipation that they believe the streak might, might end finally. Well, Gonzo, are you, uh, are you seeing a lot of these players, everyday players, they they got to be playing with a lot more confidence than you've probably seen in the past. Yeah, it's like they expect to win. They don't fall behind very early, but when they do, uh, they, they counter with a, a three-run rally in the sixth or seventh. Or uh, it, It's just that they add on runs. If they get ahead early, uh, they'll add on insurance runs. Uh, the pitching's been very deluxe, not just the starters, but the relievers. Uh, they seem fearless when they get into jams. It, it goes back to confidence, what you said, but they are talented. You know, what's it like overall there, though, with the, both the Cubs and the White Sox playing that they are? That used to be a Bears town is it, and a Bulls town. Is it now a baseball town? Well, right now it is. And I'm glad you pointed that out because uh, with the Bulls and Blackhawks in the playoffs, uh, nobody's talking about them. It's all baseball right now with the exception of a, an occasional Bears minicamp story or the draft <laughs> that was here. That went away quickly. It feels like the NFL draft. Uh, happened like three months ago because <laughs> the baseball has just seized the moment here. You know, I got another question for you, Mark. Okay, we got these Cubs, and back in '84, you had the Tigers that were 35 and five out of the gate. Have you uh, thought about which one of these teams would uh, which is better right now, the '80, the '84 Tigers or the uh, 2016 Cubs? Uh, wow. Well, I talked to Roger Craig yesterday, and, and he was very kind enough to, to share some thoughts. They do a lot of parallels. Uh, the one thing he pointed out is that their, 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 their starting pitching was very, very dependable. Uh, he did mention that, you know, Bryant and, and Rizzo have a chance to, to really be superstars in this league. He, he noticed that Bryant uh, really came on sooner rather than later. These people know him from the state of the University of San Diego and Rich Hill and, and Rizzo, just the way he stands on top of the plate and so fearless and is able to just drive the ball. Um, those things stood out in his mind. I, I got to see what happens uh, with the Cubs. Right now, I, I'm almost leaning toward them only because they haven't lost consecutive games. But 35 and five right now is the uh, that that raises the bar for me. Now, we were just talking before we got you on the line, Mark, about how the Cubs got here and the roster construction. And there were some lean years uh, before last season. Uh, you know, back-to-back last place finishes, three seasons before that where they're five out of six or fifth out of sixth in the Central, a uh, hundred-loss year in there as well. Obviously, now in hindsight, it seems like it's worth it, but were the, how were the fans then through those lean times that got the Chris Bryants and the Schwabers and all these other guys that have sort of created the foundation for this franchise – uh, essentially is the question, you know, was that worth it? Yeah, I believe it definitely was. When you haven't won a, a World Series since uh, 1908, uh, it's about time you try something different. And I'm not knocking the efforts by the previous regimes, but uh, let's face it, you go over a, a century without a World Series title, you got to try something different. And it was a risk because you got to strike gold not only in the draft, as they did with, 
with Bryant and, and Schwarber, but also uh, make trades uh, that, that nail it head on with Arietta and Stroh uh, from the Orioles. Uh, you know, the, the Addison Russell trade with the, with the A's. I mean, they struck gold on those deals, and uh, it's all lined up pretty well. So I would say uh, the risk was well worth it. You're going to mention the Rizzo Cashner trade? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can throw that in as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah throw it in. That's well, a that's a that's a well, centerpiece you know, of the Gonzo, meal. Gonzo, do you do you think that the uh, the Cub offense right now can then can this offense carry them the whole year, or does the pitching yeah, hit, I, is the pitching going to jump in there sooner or later? Um, I, I would think right now the, the the offense is caught up to the pitching. The pitching uh, was so terrific that the starters going uh, six innings minimum for like the first three weeks. Is like, the big issue was whether the relievers would get some work. Well, now it's kind of settling in a nice balance. They had some extra inning games uh, over the weekend, and, and the bullpen was used quite a bit. The offense is stretched out very well. I mean, they haven't had like five guys get hot all at the same time. It's been, you know, two or three guys at a time. You know, right now Rizzo and, and Zilbert, who start up slow, they're really hot right now. And I think what really helps this offense is um, you have a, a switch hitter at the top of the order, and uh, Fowler, who's really done a super job from start to finish. And then you have Zobris in the middle of the order, the switch hitters. It's really given uh, opposing managers fits in late-inning situations as to who do you bring in. Well, Randy said that he's predicting a Padres sweep in this series. That's what you said, right, whoa, earlier? Whoa, 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 so whoa, whoa. I, I want to ask you, Mark, uh, what is the weakness, if there is one for this team, to give Padres fans something to maybe uh, latch on to? Is there a way to beat this team? I would say if you can pitch the way the Mets did in the playoffs, you got a chance. And what oh, so that so that's it? Yeah, <laughs> you had all power arms, and they pitched backwards, you know, breaking balls, change up early in the counts. They had the Cubs full. But I think uh, that's in the back of the Cubs' mind how to adjust to it. Uh, in terms of a, a long-range uh, issue, um, you know, maybe you look at catching, the fact that David Ross is 39. He's playing a lot early only because Miguel Montero's been out with a back injury. Um, you're certainly going to look at Montero and his durability when he comes back. But other than that, I think Theo Epstein and his cabinet have really constructed a, a deep roster because they're getting contributions from guys that have been called up. You know, Ryan Kalish, uh, the name one. Uh, there's been a few other guys, too, that have chipped in, not in big contributions, but enough to get them over the hump. Well, Gonzo, hey, do they have the depth on the bench of a couple of key guys go down? Can they continue that? I, I think so. You know, it's a revolving door here. The one thing about Joe Madden, he's not afraid to move guys around. You know, Chris Bryant's played a lot of outfield. You know, that's, that's freed up Javi Baez off the bench. Um, they, they, Tommy Lestella never played third until he came to the Cubs uh, last year, and he's playing dependable at third as well as uh, coming off the bench as a, as a formidable left-handed hitter. So um, can they sustain another injury? I think so. You just got to be careful if it's at first base or the ace of the staff and Jake Marietta. All right. Well, uh, Mark, thank you very much. We'll see, obviously, how the rest of the season plays out for you guys, starting with this series uh, that should be getting started here in just a little bit. Appreciate it. Hey, and please keep Bill in line there. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Gonzo. He's, uh, he's a renegade. He's hard to keep bottled in, but we'll do our best. Okay, take care, guys. All right, that was Mark Gonzalez from the Chicago Tribune. And that was him on the Cholula Hotline. Don't forget to uncap real flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. Now, nothing changed for the Cubs from yesterday, but the Padres do have a different lineup. We'll take a look at it when we come back after this on Padres Social Hour.
We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. All right, tonight's game is supposed to happen on time. It's slated as such for a 5.05 first pitch. So we'll get to the lineups here in just a sec. A quick update on that Twitter poll. We were talking about Steven Strasburg and should he have taken the money he took now guaranteed or maybe risked a little bit more later in the season to get a much bigger payday. Uh, so far, 67% of the people are with you guys. They say take the guaranteed money now. What does that tell you about yourself? That so many people are just... Ill-minded. They're just day. so yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah it's just it's it's bad. Uh, it's it's at Mike Janella on my Twitter handle. The poll's Drop still going on now. Good. So let us know. Let us know uh, what you think. All right, let's take a look at today's lineup, and it's brought to you by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. Not the same as yesterday's lineup, which we saw before the game was rained out. So we'll run through it. John Jay in center field, and Will Myers at first. Matt Kemp in right field. That's all the same. Derek Norris catching and hitting cleanup. Melvin Upton Jr. in left. Brett Wallace, here we go. He's getting the start at third base tonight. He wasn't in the lineup yesterday. Jose Perella at second. Alexei Ramirez batting eighth at shortstop. Cesar Vargas will pitch in the nine hole. Uh, Wallace starting, even though John Lester, the lefty, left is still pitching tonight. Right. So same pitching matchup we expected yesterday. Adam Rosales what do you has see? struck out 13 times in his last 15 at-bats. So, so you'll take the lefty-lefty chance over yeah. the, no, when you're, the struggling when Rosales. When you're not seeing the ball well. Right. Doesn't matter if it's a left-hander or a right-hander out there, right? You know, and to be blunt. You, you are giving up some defense here, but Rosales just has not been. Uh, the way this Chicago offense clicks, you you're gonna give up runs anyway. You might as right. well get a little more firepower in there. All right, Bill, this is exciting now. We're doing the Supercuts head-to-head challenge. We did not do it yesterday because uh, Brady Phelps was here, but Blooper was not, and we wanted to make sure Blooper makes his own pick. Uh-huh. It didn't matter because the game was rained out anyway. But now we're back today, okay. and so you get the pick. And from two days ago, the couch actually won on Mother's Day, and so that brings the season total to 12-11. That's the score. No one's pulling away. Okay. Blooper's up by one point. So, Bill, you have a chance to tie right, today, but, but Blooper gets the pick. Blooper right? gets the first pick. And his return to Chicago, Alexei. Alexei Ramirez. All right. Oh, different wow. Chicago. Uh, wow. Different Chicago. Well, same Chicago, different right. team. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Will Myers. That a babe. Good All job. Right. Should be a good one. All right. Celestia. So Bill, look, and the like and the that. scary thing for me is that why are you cheering for Bill, Randy? Huh? Why are you cheering for Bill? I'm on the couch. If this is a close Hello. call, Bill's back on the show tomorrow, and if I don't go his way, I might have to hear about it. That could be scary for I'm me. I'm gonna call your mom. Oh, again. Okay. Another yeah. story? She had enough of you one yeah. day. She said, I'm, you, I'm done with Bill. Um, all right, so it's Will Myers for the couch versus Alexei Ramirez for a blooper. We'll see how that goes tomorrow. You've got to wait 30 years to find out you've been dropped on your head. At Supercuts, yeah. they pay attention to every detail. The cut, the lines, the hot towel, finish so you can feel sharp, <laughs> clean, and ready to go. No find kidding. a Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. I mean, that's why my head's so big, getting dropped on it. It's just swelled up all these yeah. years. Huh? No, you don't that? wear a hat, man. We're they back. won't fit you. They, they don't. They don't. We'll back with more Padres Social Hour after this. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. Just about 10 minutes away from scheduled first pitch out in Wrigley Field. I mean, the how can you have a game in Chicago? Nobody's even talked about which way the wind's going. Because you don't, you don't know until the game starts. I mean, on, Wrigley man. is notorious for that, isn't it? The wind just goes left and right and man up here. and down. You, you, you I thought do, you knew everything. You generally yeah, do know, know what all that, way the wind I thought the chair blown. knew everything. It right. does. I'm just withholding well, that information. I'll find the winds for you. But while we do that, we have one last Twitter question coming in from Jack Whittington. 
at JackWitting39. My generation, we don't have to know anything. We just have to know how to look it up. That's the way it works now. We'll uh, Jack up. wants to know, Randy, what did you do to keep your mind right during rain delays back in the day? So you get, you, you, you get out there, and then you get called off, and you got to kill some time. How do you keep yourself sharp? Yeah, we just play cards, play some gin rummy or whatever. Just keep your mind busy. I mean, I can go sit in a corner all by myself or something. But just, you just kind of get yourself involved in something. Usually it was a card game with your, your teammates, talking about everything. And just, you just kind of, it's in the back of your mind, but, you know, it's kind of back there. You just let it sit there until it's time to get ready again. And it didn't happen that often, honestly, right. you know, to me, knock on wood. I, I didn't you have to knock on wood anymore. You know, it's not going to happen yeah, anymore. But, you know, <laughs> not, not too many rain delays where I had to wait. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember later in my career, I mean, we got snowed out and, in Chicago when I was with the Mets pitching for them. And I went seven innings, it was nothing to nothing. And I had a pretty good idea that I wasn't come, coming back in the game, you know, with it being like 28 degrees and snow. And I went, nah. Yeah, probably not. W- which was tougher, snow or rain? Um, I mean, n- not snow, well, the but game, cold. Cold or rain? I, I think it was tougher in, in, in the rain, than you know, cold? than the cold. I really and, uh, and, and killing time in the press box during a rain delay, just back to the food line, right? Here Bill, that's shot. how it always Another works. Another hot dog. <laughs> the winds in Chicago are east-northeast, four to six miles an hour tonight. So nah, that shouldn't be that big of a deal. They're not a factor. We're back tomorrow at 9 a.m., don't forget. We're getting here early. It's going to be me, Bill, and Brady. And donuts. That'll and be fun. Donuts. If I remember the donuts, if I can not forget them, we'll see how we go. Padres and Cubs coming up next. Thanks for watching Padres Social Hour.